Hello, I'm comedian and writer Sophia Alexandra. And I'm the co-host of the Daily Zeitgeist and wannabe comedian Miles Gray. And we're the hosts of a brand new podcast called 420 Day Fiancé, a podcast that features an elevated discussion of our favorite (laughs) reality show, 90 Day Fiancé, and all of its various iterations. Now, what is different about this podcast amongst all the podcasts that are available to you? Well, this podcast is 50% recap show, 50% game show, and 100% delicious messy drama. Yeah, so if you like the sound of that, listen to 420 Day Fiancé on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, I'm Brooke Burke. I'm Megan King-Edmonds. And I'm sex and intimacy coach Leela DeVille. And we have a podcast called Intimate Knowledge. Mm. That's what this show is about. Sex. 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 But it's so much more than that. It's about the ups and downs in your relationship, your sex life. It's about overcoming heartbreak and infidelity. It's about understanding intimacy and what makes you happy. And it's about everything you want to know, but you might be too embarrassed to ask. We're giving you intimate knowledge. Listen to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us. Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yep, it's DJ Damage. Yo, hopefully you're listening to us on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Spotify. Yes. We need to go over to SoundCloud because I just did a podcast where somebody's actually on SoundCloud. Mm. No, SoundCloud is lit. And uh, watching us on YouTube. Well, we'd be SoundCloud podcasters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This close to a SoundCloud rapper. I'm yeah, with it. This close. That's how you break. Wow, you got your makeup done today. Did you just get up? How early did you get? We're shooting so early today. Let me tell you, I flew back from New York. Just to do this show because you guys are all on my social media threatening me Mm -hmm. uh, for not doing the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm here and I'm flying out tonight, but it's early. It's eight. It's it's before nine o'clock in the morning. This is not. That's not too bad. This is not okay. (laughs) This is no fucking okay. It's not. No. (laughs) Me and Daisy are leisurely waking up around this time. You know, she sleeps with me in the Mm -hmm. bed and Mm -hmm. she just she sleeps like she's got a job and it's amazing. But she's you know, we're leisurely getting up right now. We're we're slowly making our coffee. Exactly. It's it's thawing out. We're thawing out. yeah, Yeah, exactly. We're adjusting, you know, we go for our little walk you know she you know does her business that's what's happening around this time not full beat face talking to you motherfuckers so what time do you have to wake up to do a full beat face uh I was up at like 6.45 and yeah. I hated every single second yeah, of it. I really did. I had to talk to myself and then I had to compete <laughs> with fucking LA traffic. Let me tell you something about LA traffic. People here drive like freshly laid fucking shit. That's what I have to say. I, I just I, you <laughs> I'm still coming down. <laughs> well, my commute is a couple blocks. Yeah. I know, motherfucker. I know. But I will say, you look very LA-ish today. Because, you know, I'm going through this whole, I want to move to New York thing. I'm telling yeah. you, people. Just wear East all Coast. black. I went that to New East York. Coast. I was in New York for a whole week. I'm, I came back for the show, and we're having a dinner tonight. And then I'm flying back to New York tonight mm-hmm. for fashion week mm-hmm. why not i love new york city i love just the different there's so many different vibes if you're in meatpacking then you can go uptown and mm-hmm. then you know you can go over to wall street with the rich people mm-hmm. 
Well, we're in Harlem. They mm-hmm. mean our people. I'm walking down the street. Lady's like, hey, man, love your book. I'm like, hey, love you too. Mm. Yeah, I love New York City. I understand why you love it. I yeah. really do. I just was there when it was amazing. Yeah. You know, like the era, like pre 9 11, I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you know, you had to, when like roaches would come up to you and like ask you for your pizza, mm. like at the, you know, local pizza spot. Like it was just like the trains were, ju- they were just bringing out the trains that didn't have the graffiti on it when I got there. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was dope. Well, we're gonna Ooh, talk. We're, let's, not, go. let's not talk about trains right now. We're gonna get into trains in a minute. Oh yeah, you I've had been a train shamed. <laughs> you had a train experience. No, but damn it, you walked in today looking all fresh and vibrant too. Is this? Should we be here? Should we do our show early? No. I'm with it. I'm with early. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm with no, it. No, no. Wait, I'm you not, guys look. You I'm look very it. LA chic, fresh right now with your plaid shirt, and your red lip, and yeah. you know your your braids, and, and then you came in just fresh off dropping your kid off. You're fresh. This is my gym. Maybe this Drop is our thing. Maybe six o'clock shoots. No, I'm not okay with rise this. and shine no i'm not okay with this. we people. get it done we have the whole day ahead of us yeah okay the listeners to this show are hardly they're working hard at work right now right and we are getting them through so it almost be like we are thawing out with you in the morning okay let's try that let's try that and see how many guests <laughs> nah, nah, are okay nah, with nah, that nah, shit nah, nah. You know, but understand this is like morning show time so it's like good preparation this yeah. is actually late for a morning show too so yeah. like okay. one day we're gonna have a morning show oh my god i just did the breakfast love and those people were there at like 4 30 see Every day. Why? <laughs> I know. What's happening? Yeah. 430 is still dark. I think psychologically my mind would do something to me. Like you went to bed and it was dark and now you're up again and it's dark. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, you have to get a hell of a check to want to get up at that fucking ungodly hour. <laughs> you said fucking and ungodly in the same sentence. I, listen, right so, now I'm not in my right state of mind. It's too early. Those of you watching know what I'm about to do. She said God, so God must have <laughs> forgot about me. <laughs> it's still on Amazon. We're still number one in my category and the book is doing well. Uh, so I'm violating all the fashion uh, rules of the industry you know How? when i was uh not doing this stuff i could wear the same thing repeatedly i love it, mm-hmm. I love it. now you get shamed and i you know I'm, i've been trained shame so i'm, I'm really I have a phobia about being shamed mm-hmm. this is the shirt that i wore on the green screen at um love and hip-hop mm-hmm. i've only worn it just for that green screen okay and now I'm wearing it again. It costs almost $800. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my friend told me I have to throw this shirt away. Throw no, no, it no, 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 no. Because Why? I've already worn it and people have seen me wearing it. So? But they said Your no, girl I... Tiffany Haddish is one that is really good for, for recycling that. an outfit it. and not being ashamed for it. Like, it's not if, realistic. If an item costs $800. You better get uh, several wears out yeah, of that Yeah, and you wear it twice. What is the problem with that? I don't know, because if you get photographed in it twice, and and if you do get photographed in it twice, it has to be in different regions and then has to be in different parts of your face. Yeah, and according to who? I don't know. That's what I think the online rules say. Uh, I I must not have gotten those. (laughs) Because they'll, they'll be like, oh, he only has one shirt. Okay. So well, I got one shirt that costs eight, that costs fifty of your shirt. Yeah, that part. So would you wear? Would you wear? I the, have all the time. Yes, I have recycled outfits. <laughs> but you can add like a layer on top of that. You can open that up and put a white shirt under it. Maybe or, maybe or I could just rock over. it just like this again. And or you, you could care. wear a black shirt Mm-mm. under that. Or you could wear a green shirt under that. Or a blue shirt. Or I'm sure I double wore you something could go on this show. Under it. <laughs> At least no, I'm, I'm not there yet. But I will say. Um, 
Uh, this shirt actually was created by Fear of God, which is Jerry yeah, Lorenzo. Yeah. Jerry mm. Lorenzo. Have you met Jerry? Mm-hmm. You met Jerry? Okay. Jerry used to be a promoter here I in remember. LA. I remember. Do you remember back in the day? Jerry Lorenzo. Who was his partner that he used to do? Don't um, even know. He was he was the he was the uh he was the Grey Goose ambassador mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and he was the a, 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 um, a club promoter here and he used to really look out for us, whatever. Anyway, I always run into him at the gym. Well not always because I ain't always there, but when I am there I see him. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's built a seventy five million dollar brand. Yeah. Good for him. Inspiring. Just from scratch. So it's just it's so dope to see, you know, how he's evolved, but the shirt and the the way his clothes fit are amazing and his shoes so I'm gonna probably wear this one more time fear, as you should fear, if is, is it only guy stuff it's uh, no I, I don't it's know it's like kind of I mean it's unisex? it's like it's like unisex a, it's like Yeezy-ish yeah kinda, right it's like kind of uh, that whole I mean you like to wear like a little oversized like yeah you know? yeah, yeah this yeah. could have been a guy's yeah, shirt the, exactly. that, uh, yeah. actually he has stuff like that okay here got really fire stuff holler at your is. girl Jerry yeah well I see him in the gym and I kind of want to <laughs> ask him like nigga can I get some discounts or something you know, because your shit is expensive, Jerry. Like you I ran that ticket up, and he'd be in the gym so stylish too. And I'd be looking at him like, well, he has to be stylish, right? Mm. In the gym, he's stylish in the gym. Off white got, shoes. Listen, let me say, fear this. of God. He clothes. got he has like that dope minimal style though. Yeah, like it's, it's not, not too gaudy or you know vibrant. It's just like clean. He's real clean and listen, expensive. If, if, yes, listen, very. Let me say something. If I'm going to the gym, I am dressing for war. Okay, <laughs> that's I'm not, true. I'm not trying to be fucking cute. I can't. Not training with Hino. Fuck. That. Yeah, I see you back in there. How many days are you doing now? <clears throat> like two to three with Hino. I've been Hino. trying to work out with Hino for forever. Have school. you ever worked out with him? No. And he lives around the corner. Well, his gym's around the corner. Listen, it's really serious. So she put me on, and I went over there, and you know, but my mentality was, okay, there's so many fit guys in here working out. I'm not going to look like no bitch. So I'm going to push myself and unless I die, that's the only way I'm giving up. Mm-hmm. But I would bring Lee or I'd bring my mm-hmm. cousin and they would be throwing up on the side. Yeah, I'm trying to get in there. Passing mm-hmm. out. He, he it's if you want a real trainer that he knows the guy. Yeah. Cuz yeah, he's he going to be funny while you work. He's going to talk shit to you, but he also <laughs> he he knows when to let up, but he's funny. The things that he has me do is just literally the next day I, I, I'm I walking like I have no knees. You know what I'm saying? Like it's insane. You know? shout, out, shout, and, out, shout out to everybody in West Hollywood. You know, and he's, and he's screaming at me the entire time. Like I'm literally holding like a 25 pound plate and doing hop squats down an alley. And yeah. then like and then I got to come backwards and mm-hmm. then drop the plate and then do a lap. And my legs are like, bitch, why? Why are we doing this? What are we trying to prove here? You know, what you're trying to prove it's summertime coming oh uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah i'm trying to put bitches 20 years younger than me to shame my lungs <laughs> my lungs absolutely hate him because yeah. after you know the warm-up is uh you do two three minute jump roping mm. yeah god who knew jump roping was so hard it works out every part of your body and you can't breathe then after you drop the ropes you got to run mm. like hold on a minute do you not realize these lungs have not been through this kind of work yeah and i don't know how long but he's he's uh, good to work out with yeah yeah my, right. my calves are turning into rocks from jump rope well i'm gonna wear this shirt probably one more time i may, do it. I may do pack it. it i may pack it and take it to fashion week and wear it during fashion week because this i will that will this shirt will not air while i'm wearing it and so, <laughs> so then, then get I, another, I get another use another before use people out of see it. it and then yeah. hand it down Hand it down to. I'm gonna cut it up and make little fear of God towels or something. Ah, right? you could cut Whatever. up and do something with that. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Okay, okay so plan. speaking of being shamed, mm. um, I've been train shamed. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that train shaming was a thing. Can somebody please tell me? I'm from the West Coast where we don't. It's take not the a train. thing. It's not a thing. Train shaming is is not a thing. It's whoever, a thing. Whoever shamed you is an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but listen. 
There, okay, so for those of you... Yeah, tell the studio, uh, tell, the, tell <laughs> everybody you, what happened. For those of you listening that don't know what happened, I was on the East Coast, and I'm becoming an East Coaster, right? Like, I don't take the subway because I just don't like dealing with craziness, but, I, and I Uber everywhere in New York. However, I had I was in New York for the sh- for press for my book, God must have forgotten about me, and then I had to go over to D.C. <laughs> to go do... Uh, well, I was, well, first I started in uh, Delaware, where I spoke in front of like 150 people or something like that. Mm-hmm. Had a really good night. Then I went to New York and have been doing press. Then I spoke at this college, uh, the Bronx Community College. And then I had to go to D.C. to speak at Howard University. It was my first time ever at HBCU. I was speaking at the, um, they have a Barnes & Noble bookstore on Mm -hmm. the Howard University campus. Campus. Mm -hmm. So I was there to have a conversation moderated by Patience Foster. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, well, I'm just in New York. I'm going to D.C. I don't see why me and the team needs to fly over there. I'm just going to take a train. Mm -hmm. So we booked Amtrak tickets. So we take Amtrak. I'm able to... Plan, I was reading through my book, marking mm-hmm. up parts where I want to start building up my speaking platform. I invited all the guests for my dinner party that I'm having here in L.A. tonight. Mm-hmm. I had time to really be uh, productive. I loved it. and It was comfortable, and we were we had a great time. And I had posted on my Instagram that I was on a train because mm-hmm. I'm on a train. Who cares? So The Amtrak train. The Amtrak train. Okay. And I didn't even know there was first class and coach. I don't. It's a fucking train. It's it doesn't all the really same matter. Shit. People were shaming. You're not even in first class. Okay, well, it whatever. It doesn't even it's matter. It's the train. It's the train. <laughs> this is so dumb that I'm even talking on this, but I'm doing it only out of humor because those of you watching uh, are like, what the fuck is happening right now? In fact, just because we love you so much, if you're watching online, I'm going to put the video right here. Take a look. Oh, my gosh, gag. You, you Jason Lee? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, gag. Gagging. Ooh, you catching the train? You catching the train? Ooh. The girls got the nerve to come for Nikki and they catching the train. Yikes. Yikes. Ooh. Ooh. Yikes, this thing. Gagging. All right, so this guy. <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting. <laughs> so I'm sitting there on the waiting for the train. I hold my MCM bag there that I love so much, and I'm sitting next to my friend. And this person walks up and says, "Jason Lee." Now, mind you, all day, all week, people have been walking up to me saying, "Jason Lee, Jason Lee, love the book. Oh my god, I love mm-hmm. you here, love you there, whatever." So I'm just like, okay. First, first is I think it's a fan. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, oh, God, you're gag gang. Gag. And then I thought it was the homeless person. And I was feeling bad. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'm kind of looking like. What's happening? And I tell my friend, like, what is that? What, what is happening right now? And he's like, gag gang, gag gang. Oh, my God. Gag. Yes, you're on a train. You're on a gag. And, and, so I thought he was giving me love. Yeah. I'm like, how does this homeless person know about me? Because he has no teeth. But anyway, I digress. I'm not going to be rude to the homeless. Like, I'm not, right? But was he? He wasn't. Homeless. No. Okay. But the way, well, the way he looked, I just thought he dug okay. himself out of garbage can. I okay. didn't know who the fuck he was. You know what I mean? And then he was doing all the praising, the you know the pray, the gay praising, the gag gang. I'm gagging. I thought he was gagging. Hilarious. Okay? So, <laughs> my friend goes to get out the chair. He's like, I'm gonna beat his fucking ass and take this phone. I'm like, Nah. There's cam. There's cameras here. Just pl- armed police. Yeah, with you don't want to get locked up. Guns walking around. I'm like, Nah. We are not about to get locked not up. Happening. Yeah. While we are on an inspirational book tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so. um the person walks away. So finally, my friend's like, nah, fuck that. That mm. book is yours. I'm about to go get him. So he goes to look for him, and then the police catch him over there looking for the guy. Mm. We get on the train. So my friend is stressed out, and I go, I go, listen, this video is going to pop up online any minute. Like, mm. I'm just telling you, it's going to pop up online any minute. 
So we're sitting there, sitting there. All of a sudden, here comes all the posts. This was a Barb, Nicki Minaj fan. Who okay. See me there mm-hmm. who posted online. Mm. What gets better? So then I get a DM from Rolling Ray. Do you know <laughs> who Rolling Ray is? Fill us in on who Rolling Ray is. <laughs> there was an episode of Catfish where there was a guy, a gay guy in a wheelchair who had catfished somebody. His name is Roland Ray. <laughs> He's so fucking hilarious. Roland yeah. Ray DM me and said he wants the worldwide exclusive. So I got time. I'm on the train. So I'm like, yo, let's go live. So I do an interview with Roland Ray. Take a look. But why would you and DC, why are they making fun of you? Like, but while you were getting to the money, Jason, like in a man, if you was riding a motherfucking Uber, bitch. You is going to the bag. And those girls, that that messy queen, she's not even known in DC like that stank. So don't let her get to you. DC respects Jason Lee. We love Jason Lee. Huh. And he's taking up for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj ain't paying his boys with pills or none of that. Like, your book just came out. Your book is selling. Somebody just bought over 60 coffees. Purse. Like, you make your moves out here and you're on the first case train. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So I love you, friend. Okay, Roland Ray. I don't know if we follow you on Hollywood. I'm like, let me go follow you right now because you're fucking hilarious. Y'all not there. When you come to LA, you have to come on my show. Yeah, I'm about to drop my new single on Valentine's, so it's definitely given. I'll be there soon in the summertime, bitch. And when I get there, we're going to kick you about these messy punks who try to come for you for riding a train to success. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I just followed you from Hollywood Unlocked. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. You have me gagging every time you do something. Keep being funny. And um, stay in touch. I love you, Frank. And Nicki Minaj could never... <laughs> all right so uh well you did say that you wanted to you know you're you're this you're the poster child for giving black journalists you know a chance right until you told me that on the phone i didn't really realize i had done a good thing yeah you did so roland ray got the exclusive um and now him and the guy are beefing online because they're both in That's dc hysterical. so the guy tells roland ray and i'm gonna say this without <laughs> laughing okay hold up pull up <laughs> How you tell somebody in a wheelchair to pull up? <laughs> First of so all, Roland Ray looks like he's the type that's going to pull up, though. No, Roland Ray. He don't look like he's not about to smoke. Right. So now I'm here realizing that I have been a victim of train shaming. Mm. First of all, how can you train shame? If you go into the train station anywhere, New York, Philadelphia, there's thousands, thousands of professionals, athletes, Workers, you millionaires, know, politicians, everything. So, how do you get train shamed on like the regional rail? When you first told me that you got train shamed, I thought that you meant you were like on an MTA train in New York City, like you're on the fucking two or something like that. Which there's no Still. point in shaming you because Bloomberg takes the train. Like that is that that is the way that New Yorkers commute because traffic is shit i don't want to get into the traffic in new york exactly but you were on the commuter train from like new dc to new york this is listen i'm not going to the motherfucking airport i'm not dealing with fucking reagan to jfk or LaGuardia if i don't all, have you're to. assuming that everybody who train shames travels they don't know what the fuck you just said so basically reagan is the airport in reagan JFK's is the airport, airport in dc LaGuardia and jfk are the D- are the airports in new york if you can apply if you can avoid the airport experience of basically getting your anal cavity fucking checked just yeah, to get on a goddamn plane, cavity. then you're gonna, and you could just I say, let me just spend three hours Melissa's on a train. Cavity. You know what I'm saying? It, 
And if you think about the time that you spend going through the airport, getting on the plane, getting off the plane, the security and shit like that, it, it all adds up. To about three, three and a half Everybody hours. Everybody gets you, on the fucking train. You may as well Everybody. just take the train but, but you from know, DC you to know, New York. You know who you sound like? You sound like Connor from my team, who actually did the math. If you drive from here to JFK, this is how much. Yeah. Then you have to wait an hour before your mm-hmm. flight. Yeah. Then to fly is an hour. Then to get there, deep plane, get in a car, and get to the venue, you have spent more time. Yeah. Doing flying. that. Than but what I thought was so crazy was I literally landed in Philly and Uber to Delaware because mm-hmm. that's just how close yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I took the train from Philly to New York because that's what people on the East Coast do. And I'll, I'll tell you, every day. it reminded me of something. We, yeah. have an, we have an MTA train here. We have a train system here in L.A. It's really like we don't use it. Oh, yeah, the, it. Those, the little quick subway goes like yeah, one little route. Subway? Oh yeah. My, yes, to downtown, to Long Beach. to What? Yeah, yeah it's oh, subway. Santa Monica, all over. Is it underground? Yes, take- you didn't know that? Wait, but this mm-hmm. is the thing. Here, I didn't move to L.A. to take the motherfucking train. Here's the thing. In L.A., <laughs> convenient. In L.A., you will get shamed riding a train or a bus. But in New York, you won't get shamed for riding a train and a bus because that's now, how people move around the city. Now, if you was on the mega bus. No, no, I ain't going to get on the mega bus. <laughs> I then gonna, maybe I could. I, see, I be on the mega bus. No, you I, can shame me all you want. You'll mm, catch me right there with my bag, like nah, going up to shoot the show from Philly. Nah, I'm definitely not getting on the mega bus. You see me on the mega bus, times are hard. You're not going to see me on the mega bus. Yeah, no. Yo, he, hey, guys, y'all catch me on there, though. But I had, I had, I, the people who follow me know that I had posted something on my Instagram and I'm trying to pull it up now. Some you know time who ago. I, you know who I met on the train? I was, I, I was going from uh, New York to DC. I met uh, Mariska Hargitay. Really? On, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, Olivia yeah. Benson, SVU. Law she was order. sitting right behind me. Get the me. fuck out of here. Do you know how much that woman is worth? <laughs> Millions. But you know. No, she's the highest paid actress on TV. She's my, one of my favorite actors. I watch yeah, her every night. And that woman was taking the train from New York to DC, the same train. You, I mean, you were in the regional? Yeah. She was on the upgrade bowl. is but, the but, fucking Estella. That's if you just want to get there quicker. But let me say, uh, I posted, the, you know, there's no new tea there. And for folks that know me know, like, if you could spill my tea, I swear to God, I would probably suck your dick because there's not many people wow. who, who got my tea, okay? Mm. So this is what I dropped on my Instagram on November 14th. I put this on my Instagram because mm. I got on a plane and when y'all, when some, sometimes I fly first class, sometimes I fly coach. But when I walk past the first coach, I always look for the for my people mm. who recognize me, watching me walk past first class because as if there's something wrong with sitting coach. Mm. I said, so I get on this flight to New York and I'm sitting coach, big ass plane, had no more seats in first, so I of course took a coach ticket. Now flying for me is a privilege, whether I sit in front of the plane or the back. As long as I get where I need to go, I'm good. People recognize me all around. Some from Love and Hip Hop, and some from Wildin' Out. Even some from the radio show. Most shocked that I'm in coach. Let me be crystal clear. You can take photos of me in coach. You can post on your social media. There is no shame in flying coach. There is, though, shame in thinking to fly anything but coach makes you better than anyone else. It's also a shame if you don't fly at all. People need to humble themselves because a flight is a flight, and the ability to take one no matter where you sit is a blessing. You wrote that. I wrote that in November because mm-hmm. I don't care. I love but, traveling. We yeah. is that really traveling. a thing, Jason? Yeah. It Listen, is a thing. If people really do that, oh, look, yes. I went to Art Basel, right? Mm-hmm. This past December, mm-hmm. I sat down in coach. Guess who was sitting behind me? Who? Master P and Romeo Miller. 
Yeah. You think they can't fly first class? If there's an available seat, you get on the transportation fucking vehicle and you get where you gotta go. Now I don't know if I see Master P and Coach, I might talk shit. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's like, but some people is like, what could you say? We yeah. know Master P got money. It's like you gotta get the flight at some at some point. You can't go. Oh, I'm gonna just miss a whole flight because I can't fly first class. Well, like, people started responding. Like fans started like you know the tide started turning. Of course, Nicki Minaj fans are gonna revel in the fact that somebody ran up on me. And and they lucky they lucky they did it in a well lit place with mm. cameras because that motherfucker could have got a beat down. But um, yeah, they were saying you know people who are billionaires or millionaires are smart. They save their money. They don't mm. waste their money trying to look like this expectation that people have. And I will have to say to people who ride trains or are commuting, however you're commuting, you know, take pride if you are getting out of your communities, however you're getting out. When you're in London, guess what? To get to Paris, you're going to take a train. Mm -hmm. That's just what you're going to do. Yeah. I think you take a train. Do you take the train to Italy or Spain? No, Italy you fly, but Spain, you take a train. I think so. Uh, listen, you I take a train, yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. Train is is train is what's up. Well, so Paris, train, London, all yeah. that. You take the train. So train shaming is not a thing. We're it's not going to even go there. Not a thing. It, he he tried it. <laughs> Gekin. <laughs> oh, into that little into that little uh, crackhead Tasha K. You know she's this YouTuber. Everybody has a fucking YouTube, but she sits in her dungeon, you know, with her little gremlin, and she makes these videos where she just goes on rants. She took an opportunity to post it because she's sucking Nicki's dick. But the problem is, but now she's sucking Nicki Minaj's dick. But the problem is that she's talked shit about Nicki Minaj. So we're actually gonna do, we're gonna dedicate a problematic episode to her. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's going to be really fun. But anyway, when I posted a, a photo of me laughing on my Instagram, I said, ooh, new problematic show coming. She's taking everything off of her Instagram now. But it's too late because I saw it. So we're going to have fun with that. Okay. Yeah. Woo. I'm going to have to be brought up to speed as to who, who Tasha Kay is. Oh, well, we're going to see the problematic don't episode. Don't waste your time. Uh, just, okay. just wait for the episode. Hey. Okay, so other than that, what uh, besides train shaming, what else is going on in this wicked world of yours? Oh man, me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you dating? No, you know, you know, I'm stepping out there a little bit. Um, y'all want to talk about Super Bowl weekend? None of y'all went. Nope. Nope. No, but I was rooting for Mahomes. <clears throat> His name is Mahomes. <laughs> Mahomes is it Mahomes? Yes. Well, he can come to my home. <laughs> he's um, he's cute, he's and he's totally your type. He's he's. he's God turned on the Super Bowl. I was like, there is. God turned on the Super Bowl <laughs> yeah, for you. Because I, why would I be watching the Super Bowl? I, I don't care about the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Get the hell out of here. I thought that J-Lo was great. Mm -hmm. I thought that Shakira was great. We should mm -hmm. get into what you thought about their performances. But what did you think about the Super Bowl? Oh, I thought the Super Bowl was lit. First of all, um, just to go on my little sports rant real go quick. Ahead, don't, you don't, know, Andy Reid was the yes. coach for the Eagles for mm -hmm. so long. For the longest so time. Happy no, for Andy Reid. I don't Reed. know who Andy Reid is. He's the coach. I'm a, I'm a football fan. I get what he's, he's talking the, about. Okay, school me. Andy so. Reid was the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, okay. the football team. Oh, where you're from. Yes, okay. for the longest time. And now he's the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, so got he's, it. So this is his first Super Bowl. One, yeah. So he has Mahomes' number. Yeah, yeah. for okay. sure. Andy. A Andy Reid, you know, been through some stuff. He lost his son and everything. So oh, it's just wow. a good recovery to see him win the Super Bowl, to see things it's a good come. good redemption story. Yeah, he, it. it's a good yeah. story, so. You know that that's on that front. Um, I don't know if y'all want to talk about the halftime show. I like the halftime show. So, well, you know, I'm from Northern California, and so uh, I went on my Facebook and I said, "I, I hope the Chiefs win for personal reasons." No, I said, "I'm rooting for the Chiefs for personal reasons." Please don't at me, and my Facebook blew up. My family, I think, has disowned me. 
operators on you. Um, nah, but like people, I, they were really upset that I was going for them. And then when the, the Chiefs started, because San Francisco started oh, winning, yeah. they were up for a minute. Oh, yeah. And everybody in our table, Adam, Cal- Calvin, everybody's betting, oh, I, I'm going to win, you're going to win. I said, listen, do not count my man out, Mahomes. <laughs> God put me here to watch my Mah- man win. Mahones. What's his name? It's Mahomes. Is I'm it joking. Mahomes? Yeah, you just kept Mahone. calling him Mahones. I thought it was Mahones. <laughs> Shit, whatever his name and nigga last name going to be Lee in a minute. That's funny. But when I was watching it, I was like, yo, okay. That kid, there's fire in his eyes. At first, I thought it was because he he knew I was watching. Mm. But then I thought, well, he he's probably just too many people around. He probably don't know. No, he was he was really like you could see the excitement in his face. And he'd put out a tweet about you know wanting to go to the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl mm-hmm. like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And here he is at the yeah. Super Bowl, first time in fifty years. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. I was I, I loved it, but what did you think about the halftime show? Uh, first of all, shout out to Jay Z and Beyonce for putting all that together because that was incredible. Even um, though they got it, they under fire. They were they were they were they were sitting there like mom and dad. I, like, I have I have an opinion, but I'm a, I'm gonna hear but, it out first. But, but 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 first of all, when I seen the video of them sitting, they weren't the only people sitting down. They were. There was a lot of people in that section. They were the down. only people that mattered. Mm-hmm. If you you've been in the room when Beyonce's walked in, you've yeah, been, you mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares what the fuck is going on. You can have a full cardiac arrest in the corner, Beyonce. <laughs> but you hear what the they said. They were they've been working. They're sitting there. They put the sound system together. This this area, this area. They're, they're sitting there scoping the scene. They don't have time to be rising and sitting when you're putting the whole show together. Mm-hmm. I have a full team. Guess what? They scope. I don't scope. Mm-hmm. I just sit and wait to be turned on to a mic or do something, and mm-hmm. then I do my job. Mm-hmm. You think Jay-Z and Beyonce mm-hmm. had to go and sit in the audience to hear Demi Lovato's sound? They wanted to hear it. Why would you not stand it. by the stage? Why would you not be in the back of the monitor? Because Blue might run into the field. You know, you got to keep her in a seat. You know how it is, Blue man. Ivy's so rich. She got security. She's unbothered. Well, yeah. So what did you think about it all? Sidebar, Blue Ivy just like kind of seems she she seems so mature. Yeah. Well, you know she's growing I mean? up. Yo. I mean, I know, but still it's just like she's a kid but she just seems so together. Your mother is the queen of the universe. I, I know. I mean, it's it's okay. Well, it's just she's a, did, she's a, she's turning into like a, such a beautiful young lady. That's what, what that's did you my think of, so What did you think of uh, Beyoncé and Jay-Z sitting down? They're working. Tell them, Melissa. Tell them how they were working. I just think that people are just, they're just looking, especially Tommy Loren. They're just looking for something to say. She just has to put in parentheses, Jay-Z, former crack dealer. Listen, bitch. I think that makes it doper. Nobody is talking about your former career on the fucking stroll, okay? <laughs> I, I bet you Tommy Loren could suck a mean dick, though, because the way that mouth is reckless, I just want, I would love to see Tommy Loren in a BBC video <laughs> with somebody shoving a big black dick in her mouth. That shit for me would literally make my life complete. I'd be done. Mm. I mean, fucking, I've done it all. What does she do now? Is she just on Twitter? That's no, she, it? yeah, she got Twitter fingers. <laughs> That's you know? it. And, and she was talking about Jay Z and Beyonce sitting for the national anthem, and she said in parentheses that he was a crack dealer. And uh, <laughs> he was. And, ba- and basically that she's, uh, you know, like that, that they're disrespectful to the anthem and. How much longer is this gonna? I don't know. She's so you're so you're okay. With, you you both are okay with Jay Z and Beyonce sitting during the national anthem? Yeah, because it's like when I seen it, it was so many people sitting down. It was like yeah, they, it was happening, but they didn't. You know, 
Who cares? I just think I just think that it's I just it's blown out of proportion. It's, it's blown so far out of proportion. If you really want to think about like the history of the national anthem and why it even became a thing at the NFL mm-hmm. as to why the players had to stand, you know, and be visible, you know, during the playing of the national anthem, it's it's all it's all just a fucking red herring. Well, you know what I'm saying? Here's my take on it all. Okay. Jay-Z, as you know, mm-hmm. and Beyonce have been really supportive of black issues, the Black Lives Matter movement, Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin family, and behind the scenes have spent a lot of money helping the black mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. and have done a lot of great things. And now Beyonce's even come out and said that she's more focused on her legacy and doing more music that's important to the culture. Yeah. And she really doesn't care about accolades and awards. This, of course, after she's won 22 or 25 Grammys mm-hmm. and, you know, has become almost, you know, a billionaire doing this music shit. But my, this is my issue, and I said this on The Breakfast Club, right? Jay-Z had this whole meeting and brought all of the reporters from, you know, the culture, except mm-hmm. for me, um, to <laughs> Rock Nation to have a conversation about his new partnership with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Rock Nation partnered with the NFL for the entertainment. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were critical of Jay-Z because they said he should have st- stood with Cap because mm-hmm. Kaepernick doesn't have a job, and, you know, he was supporting Kaepernick, and so they didn't really understand the what looked like a conflict of interest, you supporting Cap and then doing a partnership with the NFL. Here's my take on it. If Jay-Z was going to partner with the NFL, what he should have did is he should have took all the money they paid him for the entertainment and donated it to Cap's foundation. Then I think... What? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you nah. why. Let me tell you why. Because it's almost disingenuous to create a brand in a company that is funded pretty much by everybody in the culture that's black and brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, now he has universal fans who are not black and brown, but Jay-Z, for the most part, coming out of Marcy Project, selling crack or whatever he mm-hmm. was doing to get on, <laughs> you know, became a really important figurehead to the black community. Yeah. And then you partner with Cap or you become cool with Cap and you stand with Cap. But then when the bag comes, it's sort of like now you over here making money with the NFL while he's still out of a job. Wait, no, 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 one last piece, one last piece. And then you come to the Super Bowl to watch the Super Bowl and sit down. You're sending a mixed message to me. Like mm-hmm. you can Is come he? and get the you yeah, you can come and get the money and it's okay, but you still gonna stay with our people now, and sit down. I don't get that. It was a mixed now, message. Now Cap signed had a settlement with the NFL, right? Okay. We don't know anything about it. All this we were riding with Cap. I don't know all the details, but we definitely don't know anything about the settlement, right? All this writing for Cap, he settles. We hear nothing about it. He wants to be back in the NFL. They give him a tryout last minute. He switches the locations. All the people that was riding for him and went to go to support and see if he can get back in the NFL, he kind of spit in their face. Not really. He, That's he, a spit in the well, face. He's responding to that. Remember, that's he, kind of a spit no, in the face. They had, no, if you look at the, if you look at, well, first of all, when I get a contract, I just got a contract the other day. Thank you, Yappa. Shout out to Yappa. I got a contract. Anytime there's indemnification language in a contract where you're indemnifying them from liability, and it's so, and it's, and it's basically written in a way that's completely to their advantage, and any little thing I can do can can indemnify them from me going after them for damages. I'm not going to sign the contract. That's what happened. They tried. They switched up his contract, which was different than anybody else that they had done before. Everybody has already talked about that. And he said, I'm not signing this contract. So, yeah, we're going to give you a chance to try out. But you got to sign away this indemnification language. So that way now I can't be uh, sued. 
No, because nigga, we in the middle of a war. We're mm-hmm. in the middle of a culture war. We're in the middle of a of a of a, of a war with mm-hmm. the NFL. We have the president weighing in on people who don't support the anthem during the um f- during the um NFL games. And so I w- I would say for Cap, yeah, I don't know all the politics behind his decision. He didn't want they didn't want him to play out in front of the full press, and he said no. He had set up full press. Because you have to think about the but whole also world last is minute you make an audible where people are coming to see you. There are also people that are coming to support you that have been supporting you the whole time, and you kind of make a left turn on them. So I do understand what you're saying, and we don't know all the details, but yeah. I do know he signed a settlement with the NFL. We know nothing about, and right. we do also know he wants to play in the NFL. Right. So if you want to be a part of this organization, why can't Jay Z be a part of that organization and make a change? Yeah, I think. I think everybody should want to. Well, f- niggas are still watching the Super Bowl, by the way. Period. Uh, when it went to Atlanta, everybody couldn't wait to perform. A lot of tourism came to Atlanta. People couldn't wait to, you know, uh, go to all the after parties and perform here and there. And I get it. I understand. Um, and but I also but I also think that that's the reason why black issues never really get to resolution because we will be divided when it comes to money. We will be divided when it comes to advancement. We will be divided in being that one house nigga. I'm not gonna say Omarosa, but I mean you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I think that there's just you, you know you go all the way back to Martin Luther King and he said if you don't stand for something you're gonna fall for anything. Mm-hmm. And I love Jay Z and Beyonce. I love Oprah and Gail. But I do mm. feel like niggas get to a certain level where they just get passes just because of their Oprah. No, Oprah, no, nah, bitch, you don't get a pass. Mm. We're going to talk about you, right? Jay-Z, Beyonce, I love Beyonce. Everybody know I love Beyonce. We were standing outside Puff's house. Yeah. I did not give a fuck about going to that party until I saw Beyonce walk in. And then my little bitch ass went right up in there <laughs> looking for Beyonce because I love her. Mm-hmm. But your man, to me, your man is foul. That was foul. You feel like that's foul? Yeah, because if you're going to get, if you're going to partner with the NFL, mm-hmm. then stand with them, stand with them. Because see, like if I decide to say I decide I really want to interview Trump, okay, I have to decide: am I going to go in there to get along to make Trump think that I'm going to help him get to black people by shucking and jiving, or am I going to go in there as Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked, asking the questions that people want to hear? If I go in there shucking and jiving because I got the big interview that now is on a global scale and my business is going to thrive as a result of it, I have to be willing to lose my core audience who says, nigga, please don't sell us out. And I just feel like if you're going to go to the NFL and you're going to get a bag from them and you're going to and then you're going to sit down and try to stand with us, you cannot have it both ways, in my opinion. That's just my opinion, though. I mean, I, mean, I could be wrong. But I just feel like it sends mixed messages. Like we ain't gonna stand for you because you niggas don't support us, but we are gonna take your money. That's yeah. self. That's self. That's self. I, I just don't know. feel like self serving. Yeah, it's like self serving. And I feel like everybody in that stature that makes that kind of money has to self serve at some point. I don't feel like Jay Z's all the way right, and I don't feel like he's all the way wrong. <laughs> I felt that. Did you feel that? You can't get to a billion fucking dollars without you know doing you know self serving shit. Yeah, that's his point blank period. But I do feel like he's going in there with his own initiative and. His own concept. The long of, game. He's got. He he. he has mean, Rock Jay-Z, Nation yeah. Sports. Yeah, no, he I, has I, an agency. I, you know I what I'm saying? It. I get it. I I get it. And that's where I think we talk sometimes about like how some people have morals and principles and some just don't. Some mm-hmm. are just all about the bag. Some are just all about getting it. Some don't give a fuck. And maybe maybe we should become more like that. Maybe we should care less about what everybody thinks. I just kind of feel like I can't speak out both sides of my head. Like I'm I'm going to be totally against the NFL and stand with Cap. But then my job would be to build a bridge between the NFL and Cap. So you think that they should have cared? They should have considered the optics of what it looked like sitting down. Because in all I honesty, so. in all honesty, 
I don't think they really gave a fuck. Gave a, I don't think that that was um, intentional. Uh, yeah, it wasn't mm-hmm. intentional. You know, it's like I'm sitting for the anthem because I, I I stand with Cap. I don't think that they were sending a message. I think that they were just sitting the fuck down because they didn't feel like they needed <laughs> they to were stand tired. up. They were they well, but, whatever but, they were. Let's, we don't have to do look, anything. But look about who look who we're talking about. We're talking about okay. Let's say okay, maybe Jay Z, but Beyonce. Beyonce is always on. That bitch knows she's always on. Mm-hmm. Beyonce knows when she walks in the room, the entire world is looking at her. They may not be looking at your man, but they are looking at you. Mm-hmm. I've never known Beyonce to just be unintentional. You know, uh, I'll, I'll use uh, uh, Homecoming, for example. We're at Coachella sitting in front row. Beyonce's this whole, whole Homecoming thing is phenomenal. It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. A every year, single every single move she makes, yes, it is very A year later, it's a documentary mm-hmm. with like a full year of footage building up to it. We never even heard about that. This is a person who can drop a whole album on her Instagram, one photo, and it go number one mm-hmm. and sell out and be platinum in a matter of a, a couple minutes. Her precision of what her brand represents is down to the T. There is no way, and I love her to death. So this Beehive, was an don't fuck with me. Not for her. Yeah. I mean, maybe Jay Z. Yo, we gonna sit here. You know, we gonna. But why can't maybe, you sit? Just because you have a partnership with the NFL, no, that doesn't change could, where you. No, they could have sat. My point is, think about just if, if you can okay. think about this for a minute. If Jay Z would have took all that money that he got from the NFL for that performance and then sat and then donated it to Cap, we'd why be does having he have a, to wait, wait, donate. No, wait, I'm to not Cap. saying he, he doesn't have to. I'm saying try to think about it for a minute. The message he would have sent to the world and to Cap and to the NFL was that we will support you. We will come and make your best your halftime show. And, you know, they manage Demi Lovato, too. So mm-hmm. we're going to make your 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 uh, entertainment the best it's ever going to be. Yep. Just like Cap was one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league at the time that you've had, <laughs> arguably. And he's a 49er. His team is there at the Super Bowl. It would have been a great thing to see Cap walk out or something. I don't know, something. If they would have took that money and donated to Cap's foundation, I think it would have sent a piercing message to everybody. But that's just my thought. I, you know, some people agree and some people don't. Yeah, you know. But at the end of the day, I didn't like that Cap put on his Instagram the picture of Jay-Z and them sitting. I'm just like, dude, y'all, it's levels to this. Like, I don't like seeing certain things on social media. Like, I don't want to see Kaepernick posting a picture of Jay-Z like, what happened here? Like, I thought that was lame. I mean... So, let me... I just had to Google some shit right now. Uh-huh. Just because, you know, that's my fucking job. Um, and I was just like, why Google? Why do we stand for the national anthem? <laughs> so, what came up was Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting. And Jay-Z says he didn't mean to send a message by sitting during the national anthem at Super Bowl, which is what I was saying. I, I truly do not think that they thought it through. Um, and so it goes on to say that uh, he and his wife, Beyonce, were not trying to make a political statement when they remained seated during the Super Bowl, um, blah, blah, blah. They didn't do it. Uh, everybody went crazy. Um, and then he said, it, um, you know, was it people were asking, did it was it done to convey a signal? It actually wasn't. Dash, sorry, he said, adding <laughs> that if intended um, to make a political sa- statement, he'd say so. I'd tell you, he's, he continued, I'd say, yes, that's what we've done. I think people know that about me. He went on to say that the two were instead in deep conversation about performing and what it's like during the Super Bowl, a setting where Beyonce sang before. 
So basically, they just weren't really shooting the shit. They were shooting the shit, and not really paying attention to what was going on. And, you know, like, well, then I'm going to take another approach. They should have knew what the fuck was going on. They both walked in the Super Bowl. They both had a conversation in the car while they were getting ready. Where's Blue, baby? I don't know. But Blue you know, was sitting right next no, to this us. This is the conversation okay. they're having. Baby, where's Blue? I don't know. But, you know, these motherfuckers going to be watching us today. I know. But, you know. We're going to get this bag. They had a conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while their chef was preparing their food and while the chef was preparing their dog's food. They fucking had a conversation. There's no way in hell Jay-Z and Beyonce did not walk into the Miami Dome or whatever the fuck that was. And I think for a minute that niggas in there was looking at them to see what the fuck they was going to do. And I think they just don't give a shit. Well, they- and that's my point. And that's why Cap put them on blast. And all I'm saying is, if we just all about the bag, fine. Just be all about the bag. He, just do what you got to do. Because yeah. I, I, I kind of agree. Now, Hollywood or not, we all about the bag. We're less about thinking about what people are going to say. Because we, we got a lot of money last year, but we're going to get even more now. <laughs> so thank you, Jay-Z, for inspiring me. And everybody that sees the new direction of Hollywood or not, don't call me. Call Rock Nation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then there it is. You know? well, and uh, why Tanache didn't sing the national anthem? Now okay, you got now leave her alone. No, I'm just saying you I'm just saying, you know, you manage Tanache. That would have been a great thing to see her perform something, right? Uh no, this was a good moment for Demi Lovato. She's mm-hmm. she's been she's been through it for the last few years, you know, like she was found unresponsive due to a drug overdose. Like she has been very vocal about, you know, depression and feelings of suicide and you know, and, and to see her back to see her come back the way that she did and deliver such an incredible performance and look so beautiful. That's another thing Jay-Z was saying, him and Beyonce were talking about how beautiful she was and what she's gone through. That was a moment that everybody, like, you know, was witness to mm-hmm. how grateful she is to be back where she is, like, and better than ever, so. Demi Lovato owes me a lot of money. Why? You know this, <laughs> right? No. Like, you have real? to know this. No, I know you think, you feel no. like Tyra owes you money. No, no, no. Tyra Wait, Banks. Tyra owes you yes. money? Tyra Banks for yes. what? Uh, didn't you have the idea for America? Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tyra Banks. I told Tyra Banks once at a party, and I will remind you, Tyra, that you needed to have an America's best, America's top model male. She said, what top models do you know, supermodels that you know are male? And she licked, looked at me while she blinked her big ass eyes, right? I'm looking at her like, well, shit, Tyson Beckford, Willa May. She was like, exactly. That's not a, top modeling is not an industry for men. Years later, boom, it pops up on TV. She has top model. For, so Tyra, I forgot. Thank you. You mm. owe me hella money. Okay. All right. Now, mm-hmm. you know, Tyra used to be um, uh, Tyler Perry's girlfriend. Word? Yes. <laughs> this was before he shaved. Mm. <laughs> she was a beard. All right, so, uh, oh, Demi Lovato. Demi, Lama- Demi yes. Lovato. Demi Lovato. Let mm-hmm. me tell you why she owes me. Can I please get your attention for this? Because I really want mm-hmm. you to understand what happened. Okay, please Because do. people don't know, and I'm, I, you know, I, I got taken advantage a lot last year. Mm-hmm. I really did. And, okay. and this new book has a, this is a whole new me. Like, I'm not letting people take advantage of me no more, and I'm going to tell you what Demi Lovato did to me. Mm-hmm. So we're at Jamie Foxx's house, and... I think we can all agree that love is confusing, so wouldn't it be nice to have a personal advisor at your fingertips? It might sound too good to be true, but the psychics at Psychic Source are extremely confident that you'll get your questions answered. They're even willing to give you a discounted rate with their world-renowned advisors for the introductory rate of just 83 cents a minute. Plus, you'll get the first three minutes free and your own special guide to psychic readings. Try out a private confidential phone, online chat, or a live face-to-face online video reading now. You really have nothing to lose because if you're not happy, they'll refund you. 
Not sure where to start? Their customer care agents are available around the clock to match your personality with a gifted psychic advisor. Or browse PsychicSource.com to check them out before you create an account. Take a chance that could change your life. Just mention promo code UNLOCKED when you call 800-377-3188, 800-377-3188, or sign up online at PsychicSource.com. We know you're curious to see what your first reading will be like. Let's face it, stress is just a part of life. But relaxing should be a bigger part of life. When you need to shut out the world and get to your happy place, listen to 98.1 The Breeze, the one Bay Area station that plays nothing but relaxing favorites for your workday as you unwind in the evening or escape for the weekend. Listen to 98.1 The Breeze or tell Alexa or Siri to play 98.1 The Breeze on iHeartRadio. Floyd's there and Demi walks by and Demi wants to meet Floyd Mayweather. And so she's like, oh, my God, she's trying to get this picture, whatever. So Demi's guy brings her over and he says, hey, do you think you can introduce Demi to Floyd? I'm like, Mm -hmm. sure, not a problem. So I'm like, hey, Floyd, this is Demi. And Floyd says, "Um, hi, you know, what do you do? Okay. (laughs) The shade was real. He just didn't know. Yeah, I get it. Now, I believe that he didn't know, so, which is so hilarious. I said, no, I said, Floyd, this is Demi Lovato. And he goes, what does she do? Like, he's asking us, like, what is she? Is she a model? Like, what does she do? And I said, no, she's a singer. Like, she has 62 million followers on Instagram. So I'm, like, trying to educate him on the side as Demi's coming up for the photo. Long story short, they meet, they talk, mm-hmm. they get a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they walk away, the guy calls me the next day and he says, hey, do you think we can get Demi Lovato to sing the national anthem for the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight? And I said... Sure, I can make that happen, but if I make that happen, Demi Lovato has to partner with Hollywood Unlocked on some unlimited edition merch. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do a revenue split of 50 50 or whatever. So that's more like the business behind Hollywood Unlocked. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, I got her to sing at the, nas- the national anthem at the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight, and she never did it. That's fucked up. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that was just one thing that's going to be in my new book. But uh, it just was an example of how, like, somebody took advantage of me. And it was her people who didn't say, oh, well, you know, Demi doesn't do that. I don't know why that person said that that would happen or this and that or whatever. So mm. I don't really give a fuck about mm. that. Mm. But here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here we are. I'm still researching why we stand for the national anthem. But, you know. Why do we? It's a, it's, it's really long. Yeah, why you can't sit and represent the country? Uh, it w- uh, Well, it, the suggestion was first made back in 1891. Um, oh, God, that's yeah. too old. It, see, that's what I'm literally. And I heard there's another verse in there that's racist. There's a verse that we don't sing that's racist. It was written by racist people. Um, Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and I. I do want to say that um, NFL players only started standing for the anthem back in 2009. So this is just like this. This is a new thing. The fact that it's been politicized as much as it has is such bullshit when you really think about why it was kind of like an an enforced rule back in 2009. It has everything to do with the partnership between the U.S. military and the NFL. That's really why it was forced upon them and it became like a, a standing rule. Um, let me see here. Racist shit. Can't find it. Hold on. I'm looking. Does it say niggas anywhere? You don't mm. say niggas. I know. I'm They're not going to blatantly say you niggas. Uh, you niggas. Are what? you kidding me? Back in 1891? Oh, they may say you niggas. <laughs> did they say niggas back then? I don't know. I wasn't alive then. <laughs> no, did they say nick? I mean, when did the word ER. nigger? when did the word nigger get invented? I don't know. Ooh, way back. 
Yeah, you know what? As far remember when we had Brother Polite on the show? Yes. And he was talking about he the. He was talking about having multiple bitches. He wasn't talking about niggas, was he? No, he was talking about what the word originally meant. Oh, okay. And the. But, but he has his own dictionary, though. So was it from his dictionary or from ours? I'm just saying. Remember, he created his own language. Yeah. Brother Polite. Yes. Yeah. You never, you know, he, he's interesting. Yeah, no, he's fa- he is fascinating, and the guests, the the our our, our, fa- our fans liked him. Mm. He's interesting. But they also liked the woman that sucked on the cucumber too. Well, who didn't like that <laughs> shit? You know, we that. need to start doing more shows like that, some more fuckery shows. You know, like okay. the show has evolved. Yes, we're at iHeart, and yes, we're doing big things, and yes, I'm an author. iHeart would be gagging. Gagging. If we had somebody come up here yeah. and blow something. I don't know. Listen, um, we have, has there ever been a show where somebody actually gave? You can't give somebody a blowjob on a show. I'm sure Howard Stoner pulled something off like that. Really? I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, back in the day, I'm probably. Sure. Damn. Yeah. I want to be like Howard. Okay. Well, no. Anyways, <laughs> um, I want to say that, like, you know, the history of the word, he was saying that the original meaning behind it was a reference to being, like, to, to royalty, to kings or something mm. like that. And then the word was taken and bastardized for a totally different and I'm sure you can look up the the root word. Yeah, of, the etymology of it. Yeah. Uh, I was train shamed. I don't want to put nigger in in my in my um, <laughs> in Google search. search. I really just and then every don't. time you type I, in N I, yeah, just I, I'm just not going to do that. And I'm not going to do that today. Yeah. I'm just not today. No, not it's today. It's Black History Month. Exactly. Oh, yeah, so no, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna do. Have we forgot it was Black History? I'll Month? call up Mark Lamont no. Hill and ask him. And no, I haven't forgotten. Oh, because I've been trying to book guests for this for this. Wait month, a minute. They it, put the Super Bowl in Black History Month. Yeah. Oh, they shaming the fuck out of us. It. it it usually is. No, I don't it's remember always. it. I don't remember it. It always We is. had a black quarterback win the Super Bowl. I don't remember none of that. I just remember niggas didn't get up. Beyonce <laughs> and Jay-Z. I love y'all, though. I still want to come to the Rock Nation brunch. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah. I was going to say one more thing. Yeah. Lady Gaga's a fucking hater. I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> like, she's not cute. She's not cute by any measure. She has the nose my mother had. You know, all Italians have these long-ass fucking noses. And I'm, an, I'm Italian, so I, I can say that. I'm, I'm part of time. I'm a nigga though. <clears throat> and, wow. And I think that uh, Lady Gaga, for her to be so unattractive, and and uh, I was there in Houston when she performed at the Super Bowl. She mm-hmm. had a fupa. She had a fupa on top of the fact that I think I thought she was lip syncing, but maybe she wasn't. And her show really was lackluster. It wasn't anything like amazingly over the top, like what I just saw this last Super Bowl with J Lo and, and uh, what's the girl name? Shakira. Shakira. But uh, she came out and she did the video where she was singing and she said, there better not be any lip syncing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then went later on and congratulated him after the, the Internet ate her ass up. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I love I love the movie A Star is Born. Great movie. I mean, I cried when the guy killed himself like, at the end. I just feel like, man, as women performers, like, what's the point? You know, support each other. You got J-Lo, you got Shakira up there. Like, what is the point of, what is that? What is that? I don't know what she meant by that. If she was intentionally Because everybody being says shady. that J-Lo lip syncs. You and know that. So okay, what? Yeah, no, I, 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 okay, yes, I understand that. Um, I don't know. Was she being shady? She, that was shady as fuck. I don't want to hear no what? lip syncing tomorrow. And for what? Like, why? It was, how Wait, does it benefit you if she and, does or doesn't? And doesn't she... Do a lot of work around cyberbullying. Like she's like she's she does a lot of work around people being cyberbullying. She became a bully. 
she might as well sing at the next inauguration of Donald Trump. No, that's that's, nah. that's going a little bit too far. They're the same person now. No, they're no. They're cyber bullies. No, they're no, 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 no. It doesn't. No, no, it's not that bad. Um, but it, it's it's questionable why she would say that. I know why she said it. Yeah, it's questionable. By the way, there was a photo of Shakira singing into a mic that was turned off. But either way, it doesn't matter. The performance. <laughs> Those was hips don't lie. What? You can't shake nobody's them hips like that and no, sing. Listen, nobody's watching the Super Bowl halftime to listen to the vocal prowess of anybody on the Ever. fucking stage. We're watching the performances. We are being entertained by the sheer magnitude mm-hmm. of the performance. The you know, like the choreography, the like the, the, the drone can, can, can shots. Can we also say this year Puerto Rico has hit, had a lot of hits with the earthquakes and all of the... Uh, lack of support from Donald Trump, mm-hmm. the kids in cages at the borders, we mm-hmm. all know here in California, and uh, the Latino community addressing that with Trump and the dream, the dreamers being threatened to be thrown mm-hmm. out of our country, mm-hmm. uh, Muslims banned at the uh, yep. at the borders. Uh, now I'm okay with them banning the Chinese people because them motherfuckers in this coronavirus, I'm so scared. Anybody cough for me, I'm going to punch them down. No, in the that's not throat. right. You know, every, listen, listen. I, I think you should shut down the border when there's people just oh, dropping saying. dead. From a virus you can't stop. Every single year, there's another fucking virus that Something. is threatening to take us out. Remember when we were all scared we were going to get Ebola? Mad cow was, disease. Mad cow disease. Hoof and mouth disease. Fucking SARS. Like, I SARS. swear to God. Like, Wait, I, what, what, was the, what was the thing in the mosquitoes that was coming over and biting West you? Nile the virus. West Nile virus. There's yeah. always something coming. Okay, but You want to cor- know, know what runs the risk of taking out half of humanity? What? The fucking flu. <laughs> Yeah. Influenza. No, flu almost took me out this year. No, but uh, no, the I'm flu being, crazy no, I'm this being year. I didn't serious. Get it, I'm being Thank serious. God. Like uh, uh, researchers and doctors <laughs> will all say from like all all like you know from all over the world, influenza can be easily become a pandemic that is uncontrollable. But we all and we'll take out like a hundred million fucking people. But I found myself in the middle of a dilemma on my way to New York. So my friend is walking in the airport with me, and we do see a group of Asian people with the mask on. Mm. And he covers his face up and he starts running past them. And I find myself <laughs> yelling at him, stop. Because like I feel like that's not it's, funny. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> so why are you laughing? No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm laughing because she's laughing. This is you're being dumb right now. No, like I felt like, damn, this is racist. You know, like what if like what if people like ran by us and held their bags? We they would, do. No, I'm just saying we would want to whoop their ass, you know? <laughs> but but anyway, uh I, I felt like, oh my God, I felt shamed, and then I felt I know what I felt. It was just in, inappropriate, right? Mm. But when I got to New York, somebody had told me that, oh, I had brunch with Wendy Williams and uh, Gio Benitez from Good Morning America mm-hmm. and his husband, Tommy. Mm-hmm. And Gio was saying, he's an investigative reporter for uh, ABC and Good Morning America. He said, I wish I could tell everybody that wearing those masks actually makes it worse for you because the mask is what keeps whoever has something in from coming out mm. but when you have the mask on it, it it like it traps the the flu or whatever it is in the thing mm-hmm. like you he said basically you want to cover your your face with like a scarf mm-hmm. you know like a, a clean scarf or whatever there's just a lot of miseducation going on about it but uh, that coronavirus keep everybody out until we figure this shit out <laughs> okay and like they ain't just got to be asian they just anything coming from anywhere over there where that shit is like just don't fucking come over here because niggas is just dropping out just they standing at mcdonald's and then boom Dead. I just heard that the way that you can cure it is like really, really easy. Like what? Lysol? Fucking humidifier or some shit like that and some antibiotics. Like it it was random. Like I don't know where I heard that from, but it was just like you basically cure it with like a fucking humidifier and some antibiotics. I was like, oh, okay. So the mass hysteria 
That shit is 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 organized. Melissa, if you catch coronavirus, don't you come up in here with that bullshit? Oh, I will stay the fuck home. Trust me, <laughs> I, I will. I will enjoy my Daisy, time off. Daisy will just be sitting there as an orphan. This is just a sidebar. I just you know like I, I just want to just let everybody know just how much I hate thong bodysuits. Thongs are the devil. The thongs. You don't wear thongs. Well, do you know men are wearing them now? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this nigga on my Facebook wearing a thong bodysuit. Now, mind you, I'm gay. Like, I'm not even kind of gay. I be trying to tell people, like, if there was, like, a level of gay, I'm right up there, right? But there has to be a limit. Like, niggas, you should not be wearing thong bodysuits. I don't want to see no thong of no dude's ass. and definitely don't want to see you with the... And then they have couture bodysuits where they have a plunging neckline. You have no breasts. Why do you have a plunging neckline? I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know. My people, help me, please. Seeing a man in a thong bodysuit. Would... You wouldn't get turned on? No, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be no turned breasts. on, but it would it would tickle me. It would be very, very So say funny. you're at home chilling and you're about to get some dick and he takes off his clothes and he has a thong bodysuit on. I have the wrong person in my home then. <laughs> I have the wrong But you wouldn't person. try to understand. Maybe it's high no, fashion. No, no, no. So, so a you... fucking guy in a thong, that shit's like a banana hammock. So somebody, like, no. so somebody I'm talking to, and I'll tell you when we get off this thing, <laughs> somebody I'm talking to, mm-hmm. I, I was really feeling like where we were going. And then they posted a picture in a thong bodysuit. Really? And then they called it fashion. I'm sorry. I, no, it's not. I, 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 my I dick can't. don't understand high fashion. No. It just don't. You don't wear thongs at all? Yeah. I, I, you know, I have, I have to, you know, depending on my outfit. But I prefer to just be commando. Yeah, but a woman wearing uh. a thong is one thing. I just don't think a man should be wearing a thong. Like that, like, you know, I cannot stand the string flossing your ass. I can't. <laughs> it. It's just not. I don't know. I just don't want to do that. By shit no the more. way, Lizzo, I love her her um, confidence, her self confidence. You know, she shows her ass every day on her social media. We post it every day. Big booty, big old booty, right? But there does have to come a point where there has to be like the booty bleaching police. Somebody has to start telling people if you got an ass, you're gonna be showing your ass crack on Instagram. Somebody got to bleach that shit and get the whole skin right. Because <laughs> when I start the seeing really uneven. dark, when I start really seeing dark darkness in your crotch area it really makes me want to vomit okay this show's gone off the fucking i'm rails. not talking about lizzo's ass it just <laughs> i reminded myself because i was looking at her ass crack yesterday while i was on the plane i was just like yeah there's an epidemic going on of people that don't bleach their asses it's- i didn't even know that was a thing yeah melissa ain't it a thing bleaching your asshole is a thing in porn <laughs> Yes. Oh, in porn, not yeah. in real life. Yeah, I used but if you're gonna spread to... it, whether it's porn or not, if you're gonna spread your ass and I gotta look at it, motherfucker, bleach that shit. Yeah, go, no. go get your little, what's the wax called? The, it's, it's Brazilian? What, yeah. Get all that hair ripped out and have them slap that bleach down. Get that shit right. Don't yeah, there's burn? this, no, there's this place to, called uh, Pink Cheeks in the Valley. They do Pink an, Cheeks. Pink Cheeks. Okay, they that, do we're anal done. Bleaching. We're done. We're done today. Yeah. Pink <laughs> Cheeks. Do yeah. you go? Pink Cheeks. Well, I used to when I get, when I used to get waxed, but now I don't get waxed. So you I, used to get the wax in the, in the bleach? I did not. Like a one-two? I didn't bleach my well, ass. you don't get waxed anymore, so you're like Amber Rose? No, I get lasered. Oh, oh. Yeah, lasered. Oh, shit. You know? Okay. Yeah, that's, you know. Excuse okay, me. now that you all know what's going on down yeah, below. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. So just slide in her box wearing a fucking one piece onesie. What is that shit? A thong onesie? And you might get it. No. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> you Please. might right. get it. Well, this show it. is reckless enough. I'm, we out of here, right? Yeah. Peace. Okay, bye. bye, everybody. <laughs> what up, YouTube? Thank you for watching this reckless show. Yeah. And hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit the notification bell. And also, don't forget to share and leave a comment because we are reading. 
Do you like boats? Do you like big boats? Do you like poor people and the rich people they serve on big boats? Are you always like, what goes on below deck? Hi, this is Anna Hosnier. And Nick Turner. The hosts of Deckheads. And we want to take you on a fun and goofy adventure. In this binge-style podcast, we will watch and recap every episode of Bravo's Below Deck and all of its spinoffs. And we're going to release an episode a day so you can watch along with us and listen to our silly daily recaps. Listen to Deckheads on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Stephen Hyden. And I'm Jordan Runtog. Join us as we unveil our new music podcast, Rivals. It's a look back at famous music rivalries of the past. Every week, Jordan and I will explore a new rivalry, delving into all the dirty details about our beloved musical icons who just can't seem to get along with their fellow legends. And then we'll debate each other about who deserves to have the upper hand in these classic conflicts. You'll remember the biggest beast from music history and hopefully become aware of some you didn't know. Join us on Rivals, a new podcast from iHeartRadio debuting on February 26th. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.